the USL show, also known as The View for Soccer. I gave a very pro wrestling heel turn, I'm sorry you were offended apology. The US military discussing what a Naruto run is for the Area 51 raid. I feel angry. Welcome to the USL show, uh, brought to you by uh, so many people now. The beautiful game network, the beautiful game network of podcasts is, is the first one. Uh, Roughneck Scarves, who have been supporting us for a while, so thank you for that. And then uh, Icarus FC, which is a which is a good one, local local friend of of mine uh, at least. But check everybody else out there, uh, BGN.FM, RoughneckScarves.com, and then it's IcarusFC.com as well. Um, Got those out of the way. I'm uh, I'm your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, except for not to all the people that I'm with tonight, but I digress. And your favorite cheesemonger's favorite cheesemonger, Evan Valella, uh, joined by a couple of my soccer friends. Um, Ponies here. Hey, how you guys all doing? I'm all right. I'm alive. If Griffin doesn't attack you, you know, for the next 30 minutes, that would be delightful. Yeah, the cat's wandering around. So if you hear some weird noise, that's probably it. Uh, the other half of of uh, Full Mingo Football Manager Ryan Allen is here. Hello, happy to be back here for the first USL show recording of 2020 outside of our Football Manager episodes. Yeah, you're not talking about uh, taking the reins over at Forward Madison, which might be awkward for you, but we'll try. <laughs> Give it a shot. The, the spiciest man in American football, potentially American soccer. I don't know why I said American football. That was incorrect. It's uh, it's Jason Weintraub. Let, let's talk about your cheesemonger status because yeah, didn't yeah. you get uh, endorsed by a certain company that, yeah, that I, wouldn't, was I wouldn't call cheese. I, I wouldn't definitely do that, but I would call it. I something. wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. No, I got a, yeah, that was weird. Phil grooms tried to chirp me and say that I couldn't be a good cheesemonger if I liked Velveeta while we were at the, uh, the United soccer coaches convention in Baltimore. And um, they noticed and then I defended Velveeta, and, and they like that. And then I think they just chirp USL memes about loving soccer, too. So that's a very weird – there's a lot of cross-branding between the USL and Velveeta, uh, which which they should really look into. Yeah, even because they're not cheese. So no. maybe, maybe they can do soccer. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, speaking of things that can do soccer, it's one half of no mean soccer. Uh, Richard Rainwater is here. You know, sign me up when you finally make that liquid gold scarf. I think uh, <laughs> uh, I, I put my name down. I, yep. I got you. You know, I, I think that would look fantastic. How y'all doing? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. It's uh, it's good to have you back on. It's been a minute. You know, I don't hear that very often, so mm. I will take it. Yeah, the wait, you don't hear the it's good to have you back on part often? <laughs> Well, you know, Brian sends Brian sends me notes at least once a week. So no, good, good. Love letters, I hope. <laughs> uh, guys, there's been a lot of news happening in the USL, and we're here to talk about it. I guess the big one that I I feel free to talk about because we already broke it. Uh, Dane Kelly to the Charlotte Independence. He just has one more team in the Carolinas left to finish off his uh, full Carolina reach of the USL championship clubs. It's a yep. former Charleston battery player joining Charlotte. Do you think we could get Mike Watts to call him the Carolina Reaper or is that? Oh, I, yes. Is that yeah. Too much of a I, stretch? No, no. I think that's, that's right in his wheelhouse. The question yeah, is interesting. Does, does he start over goose? I think that's the, the big I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, I mean, we got a copy of goose's rider, right? And like, yeah. that was rough. Uh, yeah. a, because I, he had a rider and it was a soccer team. We're like, you can't really do that. Go ahead, you know. pony. Yeah. I was saying it's interesting. Dane Kelly going down. He seems to be the quintessential either is very, very good USL or not quite just can't quite break into MLS. So it's a good talent to have because I mean, he's backup MLS talent. He just has never found a spot in MLS. I mean, this should really boost Charlotte's stock in the offseason. 
Yeah, and Charlotte needs it, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they don't score goals. It's They're the fifth worst <laughs> in the league last year in scoring goals. They were bottom 10 in total shots, and they were third worst in the league with conversions at 12%. So, uh, yeah, I think bringing in a consistent double-digit goal score, probably not a bad idea. No. And um, he should get service like as, as much as they're – uh, goal scoring ability hasn't been there. They're tied for 12th in the league of accurate passing, and they have a pretty good accurate passing percentage in their opposing half. So, you know, if they can work on making sure he gets the service, I don't think Dane has any problem finishing those up. Would you yeah, say Kelly is the uh, Crash Davis of USL? Oh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that that's that's a that's a good shout. <laughs> that's a reference. Yeah, it's a it's something. <laughs> uh, I, I think his his time in Indy was definitely going to be limited. You know, this you saw it at the end of the last season where he just kind of fell out of favor, and by the end of it, he was more of a super sub bench role than anything else. So he, he's a really good guy. He's an excellent teammate to have. Hopefully, he can find his footing with Charlotte, and I think it's a good signal of intent. You know, they're a team that yeah. was used to making the playoffs and then over the past couple of years have kind of fallen off quite a bit. So uh, we'll see uh, we'll see how he does in Gaelic football, but I, I think he should should do pretty well. Yeah, I think if Charlotte tries to run the offense through Kelly, that's going to be a good thing because who they were trying to run through offense through last year wasn't quite good enough to carry the team. But I think the good enough where if there's suddenly a Dane Kelly out there distracting the defense, it's going to open up a lot more chances for their other strikers, which last year just got shut down by USL defenses because they weren't quite that number one player who could make a run at a 10-15 goal season and go for the golden boot. So does yeah. this make does this make Charlotte, I mean, I know it's early. We're still bringing in people. Goose hasn't signed a contract yet. Right, so that, right. That's it's huge. going to be yeah. a huge impact on whether or not they're yeah. that competitive. But yeah. how, what what are we looking at as a line of adding Kelly to your team at games one, right? So do we say, like, by just having Kelly, that's two or three wins that we can automatically put in the books? Or Probably. Is, does it need to be more puzzle piece? I think Dane's good enough to wear – he doesn't need the greatest service, right? As long as he gets it where he needs it, he'll be fine. So I would say that probably puts him up nine points higher than what they were last year. Well, and and it's weird too because like this, like the the Charlotte Independence of the beginning of last year compared to the Charlotte Independence of the end of last year is pretty much a different team, right? You know, um, and and I think. For as good as Dane Kelly is, I think it'll be helpful for Enzo Martinez to finally have somebody else that can sort of play off of him. So, Richard, maybe you would know, what is Indy's plans on replacing Kelly as far as, you know, if the if Carlton comes there, is it, is it going to run through him as a true nine? What, what, do, we, what do you think that they're going to do offensively? Oh, I, I heard Fernando Audi's still looking for a contract. Oh, oh, oh! I, in all seriousness, my my best bet would be a false nine. Have Carlton as a false nine, feeding Pasher and Hayworth on the wings. Uh, I wouldn't expect the team they've re-signed most of the roster from last season. Wouldn't really expect any more super flashy big name signings. Um, if possible, they add a true number nine to use off the bench as far as academy signing. That seemed to be a big point of emphasis last year was get some of the young guys in, get some academy signings, get some guys on, you know, rotation basis through the, the main chunk of the season. But I, I would say their strongest starting 11 probably is going to have Carlton as a false nine feeding those two on the wing. And looking at that roster, do you think Indy is now better? I know a, a couple of fans aren't, too fond of Kelly there. So <laughs> do you think that this move, you know, you bring in maybe like you said, you bring in someone that's a true nine or you bring in another striker for depth. Does this move make y'all better than last year? I don't know if better is the right word. Uh, I would say possibly more consistent. I think Sam's main complaint about mm. Kelly's play from last year was it was just very hit and mess in 
here was a guy that was taking up a bunch of minutes. And we saw it when he would start matches. He really struggled to put the ball in the net. And I'm sure part of it was more psychological than anything else. He gets in a slump. The slump continues. He continues to struggle. It just kind of snowballs in on itself. Um, but I would say to Kelly's benefit, you know, when he came off the bench, the team changed their tactics. They played a much different type of game. So without seeing them in a match, I wouldn't be able to tell you whether they're going to be better or not. I do feel a lot more encouraged having Hayworth on the opposite side of Pasher. Uh, rather than having Pasher play up front, it's going to be far less of, here's the ball, go run and get it. You're super fast, you can do it. And I, I think there'll be a lot more uh, planning involved in the offensive game if they go with the false nine and Hayworth on the right. So I think they have the personnel to do better and to score goals more consistently, especially away from home. But we'll see what system Rennie implements and how he uses the roster he's got. Um, do we want to do retirees or do we want to do people that are still actively playing first? Retirees first, then go to active players. Can do. Uh, In memoriam. In memoriam, number one, Stefano Bonomo, which is insane because he's 26. Yeah, that one's absurd. I thought he was going to be a USL player for the next five years or so. He could have been. Um, Three years at Red Bull, one year at Tampa, one at Sacramento Republic, 28 goals and 89 USL appearances. Uh, A good player. I don't know. I don't think we'll ever really know why he's hanging him up, but here we are. Better to go out on top. I guess, man. I guess. I mean, yeah, it's really strange to see somebody go for it, man. I, was, I, was, I don't think he was on top last year. I mean, he's never had a really <laughs> bad season, but. He's always been one of those people who it seems like if he's on the right team, he could be probably first team, second team bubble in USL. Right. He has a lot of talent and he's proved it over a few years. I just meant positionally. He's he's up top. Oh, oh yeah, that okay. too. <laughs> you were going for the literal definition. Yeah, you know. Um, and the, the bigger one to be fair, is Kevin Kerr, which apparently everyone in Pittsburgh knew about already. Um, to give them time to grieve, I don't know. But uh, uh, 2013 to 2019, he was with the Hounds. Uh, born in Germany, Scottish international, had two under-21 appearances. Uh, is making the move to the Riverhounds Academy, so he will not be very far away, which is always nice to see. Um, but, you know, 31, like, probably still could have produced for for pittsburgh for another year or two for sure yeah and i think he's part of the to me one of the greatest games ever played that six five pittsburgh harrisburg game from a few years back the miracle of the mon (laughs) yeah that's still one of those games if you've never watched it go watch rickety old school usl youtube videos of it yeah see how far we've come in the last five years (laughs) yeah and i I I think it's good to Oh, sorry. Go no, go ahead, Richard. I was just going to say, I think it's it's good to see him go to the academy, though. Hopefully yeah. that becomes more of a, a trend where not only do we see players able to play a lengthy period of time with the team and get some continuity, but to stay with the team and, and kind of go through there. He's a real icon in Pittsburgh. So, you know, it, it's a good sign of, I think, the trajectory the league is on. So as sad as it is to see him go from a playing side, I'll be very interested to see how he does in the academy and moving through the ranks, coaching, front office, whatever he chooses to do. Shows a commitment to the club if he chooses to basically play his career at Pittsburgh and then move directly into the academy. Yep, and that's what I was about to say. I hope to see some of these long-term guys make that move you know, into the academy or onto the coaching staff and then hopefully progress into other places, right? So maybe if it's a team that's a two-team or maybe right. if it's a team that's an affiliate, then they get a chance to end up being an assistant coach and MLS or whatever tier that they want to coach at. Well, hopefully there's some good news on that front in a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, uh. Uh-huh. Oh, the yeah. temp- temperature's getting a little hot in here. You it guys. is getting a little yeah. hot in here. It's in the yeah. same state, too. It's just over on this side. Uh, uh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So hot in here. Yeah. Oh no. Mm, all right. Okay. Uh, oh, and then I'll, I'll I'll blow through some of the other weird stuff. New Mexico United are now with Puma, which is nice to see. They're the first American club to do that, apparently. Um, uh, anything to break up the Adidas monotony is is fine by me. Really. Yeah. Every. I mean, it's. I get the. I I was looking the other day at the Adidas contract with MLS, and I was right. like, "Why is this happening?" And then I saw sure. the seven the seven hundred million dollar price tag. I went, "Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's why it's happening." But yeah, any any time if you have a team that has the hype, that has the connections and the marketing, where they can find their own sponsor and it's a big name, they should go for it. I think. Well, like, and it's kind of cool too to see like you know Hummel in League One or like Macron does the rising stuff. Like there's. It's nice to see, like, I'm cool if a league has a sponsor for, like, the balls and, you know, whatever else. But, like, to not be tied down to one, you know, manufacturer for your kits. And, you know, obviously MLS, it's like, yeah, that's a huge paycheck from Adidas. So you're taking that every time. But it's really cool to see different companies and different teams wear different companies in the same league because you get a lot of different looks. And that's always something I've been really fond of. Yeah, and it it wouldn't be so bad if the Adidas MLS jerseys weren't so bad. If yeah. Every every team last year didn't release a Hanes BCT as their road uniform. <laughs> right. You know, then I then I, I don't think it would be so bad. Well, so, you know, to see another company kind of come in, yeah. hopefully it pushes Adidas, maybe not on the MLS level, but maybe at the USL level to yeah. be more creative, take more chances, give us something that's worth buying. To be fair to Adidas and MLS, how high is MLS on their list of priorities, though? Um, I mean, the, the way those jerseys look, you would—they're not on the list of priorities. So it's yeah, like, yeah. like they can do. Oh, better. are you an expansion team? Here's an off the rack. Like they can do uh, better. That's the part that blows my mind. Really, is that it's all like, oh, it's your first year in the league. Here's like literally template stuff. Yeah, I got a Sunders two logo. Right. I found the Nashville Especially, SC kit on the Adidas store for $25. Right. Yeah. Just minus the sponsorship logo and the Nashville logo. You could make your own Nashville kit for $25. It's especially crazy when teams who have Adidas and USL move up and their USL kits were 1,000% better, better yeah. than their MLS. And you're, you're looking at it going, how is, how is this? Yeah, exactly. How well, is since he was with Nike... Better? They were still better in USL. Oh, yeah. No, they were much better. But, yeah. Don't even I, get me started on the logo. On the field and off the field. Oh. Yeah. We could talk for hours, but we, we, we won't do. Um, and then uh, tonight, literally, Rick Shantz got announced as being signed as your head coach for Phoenix Rising through 2021. So, congratulations to him. Um, deserved. Hopefully, they get that cup because, like, you know, they're trying. They're signing everybody. Pressure's on. Interesting question. Yeah, interesting question. Do you think some MLS team tries to grab them before the end of 2021? No. No. Because, like, you saw what it took James O'Connor to do to get to Orlando City and then immediately get trashed there with no support. So He was still let go due to the ownership change and that they wanted to bring in their own regime. Yeah, that's fair. When does St. Louis And they're their Orlando. 2022. Mm, okay, that would work, I guess. Yeah, because I, I, they pretty much have put it in the writing that they're not going to be bringing up any USL coach. No, right? no, they, they don't know it exists. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, which is incredible. Uh, it's transaction time. <laughs> There is many. They are legion. Uh, I'm just going to start going. If anybody has words to say about people, feel free. Uh, I'm starting from... So, this is like the weekend review for transactions. Um, if we end up missing somebody and, uh, and you want us to talk about them, feel free to let us know. We'll get back to it. So, starting from the 21st up to the 23rd, uh, Evan Loro to the Rowdies. This was rumored for, like, a year, it seems like. 
It was probably only like two weeks, but it was definitely like one of those like, oh yeah, he's going there. And then you waited and then you waited and then it happened. Was with Red Bull too. Uh, 79 starts, almost like 700 or 7,000 minutes uh, in USL play. He's so experienced and he's 24. Excuse he's starting me. at Tampa Bay. Yeah. I, it's it's like uh, like Jesse in Breaking Bad. They can't keep getting away with this. It's unbelievable how <laughs> Tampa Bay every season has one of, if not the best keeper in the league. It, it's mm. it's kind of like props to them for investing in it, but it's just yes. like it's 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 annoying at this point. It's just like other, really, we you can't have one year off to wear another team. Well, is part of the appeal that they're like a launch pad to MLS, so that's like a proven thing now because Johnny McCarthy went up to Inter Miami. Like, if you're Evan Loro and you're like, I'm 24, I can do that. Like, that's a big deal. But it's just like, even like when they had like Matt Pickens and like, it's just like, it just like, so yeah, you can have old ass keepers and it's still like, they're still good keepers though. So it's just like, they, it's literally like their first off season plan is just like, all right, guys, so what do we, hey, 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 we need to find a keeper, all right? Yeah. So I yeah, got a yeah. list of the top 10, and this is what, yeah, I don't, it's just amazing to me that every year, and props to them, they, they invest and they get them. Yeah, I mean, to me, Lauro, easily top five keeper in the league, and yeah. that's been playing with New York, who has no defense. Right, the defense right, on that yeah. team has been non-existent, and he's still been one of the single best keepers. If Tampa Bay gives him a good back line, I think Tampa Bay is probably at worst third place in the East. If they could actually give him a solid, even a league average back line. Yeah. He's going to come through for him. And this is one of those quiet signings that you don't like, Oh, a keeper who's been an MLS two keeper for a few years. Who cares if he goes to an independent team, but this could be huge come mid season of people go, Oh wow. Loro he's keeper of the year candidate. Rich, anything? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with everybody that's here. You know, it's, it's, it is crazy how Tampa Bay invests in this position. Yes, uh, and they seem to, they seem to do it year in, year out. Uh, I feel good for Loro. Uh, hopefully, mm. you know, as much as I wouldn't want to see Tampa win anything over Indy, you know, being the homer that I am. Sure. I, I, I hope this gives him an opportunity to, you know, win some trophies and, and get some accolades and get some awards because, like you guys mentioned, he's been the unsung hero of Red Bulls, too, for a very long time. Yeah. And it, it's good to see him kind of branch out and, and hopefully get rewarded for it. Shout out to Pony, who dropped the exclusive nobody's talking about of – them ending in the uh, top three. Apparently, they're playing all home games this year. I didn't yeah, know. I that's go weird check one, the schedule again. I yeah, can't I wait to fact check you on they that. They fixed when it you last said year. Did they fix it last year? They had like how many wins? More than one or two. So they got better at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like more than two. So it worked. I think out. they had like four, but yeah, which is better than two. Yeah. It is nowhere to go but up at this point. Okay, that is that's a proven mathematical fact. You're right. <laughs> I'm not good at math, but I know that one. Um. Speaking of people that are doing math, Jordan Dover resigns for Pittsburgh. Uh, one of Bob Lilly's famous one and ones with a team option for for twenty twenty one. Fifty four appearances for the Hounds. Uh, he's been with the Guyana national team. Uh, two appearances at the Gold Cup. Um, I, a really solid player from all accounts in Pittsburgh. They're really happy to get him again. Um, someone they really like. They I I think that's the anchor. Now that it's not Joe Greenspan, yeah, I think he's going to need to step up if they want if Pittsburgh wants to turn back into what they were if they lost Greenspan. It's going to be a big year for Dover to either prove himself as a great player or the Hounds might struggle a bit. Yeah, Greenspan was an All USL defender that is going to be tough to replace. How dare y'all doubt Rochester products? Defensive Rochester <laughs> products at that. I will. I would never. Oh, no. I could never. We don't, we don't doubt them, but you're going from maybe a top three in the league, to still top ten no. ish. That's going to be a bit of a step down. You know, Jason. When it's when the club doesn't even bother to tweet, it's hard to remember that the Rhinos exist. It's so. not when the club doesn't when, exist. When your boys text or tweet about it every day, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Um, 
speaking of defenders, Sebastian Ibiaga, back to OKC. Um, 60 appearances for them over two seasons. I, like, I, there's a lot of these, like, they're not forwards, so it's not like a sexy signing. It's not like a Santi Moore to Phoenix where it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Or like Adam John moving up to Columbus or, or sorry, to Atlanta. Um, but like, that's a good piece for Oklahoma City. Yeah, he has experience at San Antonio and NYCFC and his limited time well, in New York. Well, <laughs> the move that could have been Ibiaga and NYCFC. Yeah, I feel like he's he's MLS bench material at the yeah. Moment. Oh yeah, he's like third center back. MLS yeah, for sure. So it's just uh, you know it's it's a great get for them because. He's a part of any other system, right? Like if he's a part of an MLS team that struggles defensively. Do you think it's an international thing? Yeah, it could be. Okay. Okay, C2. I feel like they have more international spots than everybody else. I need to do an investigation because (laughs) last year, I swear their starting 11 were pretty much all international. It was 11 international guys. Yeah, so I need to to do some research because every every other day, it's, oh, welcome a new international, and they have their little graphics and flags. Well, yeah, Tulsa sold their soul this year. We'll, Tulsa, we'll talk I'm about like, that. How are y'all signing all these guys from Africa? Oh, Tulsa. Like, yeah, Tulsa sold their soul for sure. Yeah. But that logo. Hey, well, Tulsa was in first place after five games last year. Everyone forgets that. So <laughs> Then what happened? Quick starts, man. Pony, weren't you yelling about how everyone <laughs> needed to <laughs> need to calm down? As he is wont to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw that Tulsa last year. So there, I mean, granted, it was DaCosta had a great start to the season, but if, you're, if your offenses run through your center back, that's not sustainable in the long not run. Not great. So also, then how do you, how do you feel about them this year? I think that they've, I've been burned by Tulsa too much when I thought they were going to mm-hmm. be good to say they're going to be anything this year, but maybe they sneak into the low-end playoff play-in team. I mean, I just I need to see actually need to see them perform on the field. Oklahoma City had thirteen different uh, international players. Just looked that up from what? last year. Yeah, what's the what's the is it the limit like ten? Uh, I think it depends who you are. Well, you can yeah, maybe you can buy international spots too, right? Is that did they just like snap up a bunch of international spots and no one paid attention and they're like surprise? Here's a a lot of those players were from Trinidad and Tobago, St. Kitts and Nevis in Jamaica. Still counts. I'm sure sure it's like regional Concacaf players, and it's also probably like like you can look at like Cordell Cato and players like them. They probably have their green cards. They've been here for a while (laughs) and they played in MLS, so they probably had. You know the the teams help them get their green cards. Mm-hmm. Speaking of internationals, Vincent Bezicourt to Miami. This Miami team is starting decent. to scare me. Yeah, I see. Miami is looking actually pretty good this year. I mean, yeah. I don't think they're going to make a cup run, but if they hang around in mid table and maybe well, get a home playoff game, and they grab Lance Roseboom too. Well. They re-signed Lance Roseboom. So, like, that's your midfield. They had a USL-quality roster playing in NPSL last year. So, you know, it's not going to be a surprise. They they splash money in every league that they're in. They're flashy. You know, uh, all 13 fans at Florida International University love it. So, (laughs) I I, I think... (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I, I think they're going to be fantastic. You know, yeah. they're, they're going to have a good year. Um, they're not going to come into the league and, and accept anything less than mid-table or better. They also just signed uh, Brian Silvestre from uh, Ford right. Madison, yeah. who's a uh, football manager fame for Pony and I. I know. I said Ryan Arbery. And of Philadelphia <laughs> Union fame for Jason and I. That's right. I, <laughs> I just wish for the team that they're putting out that – uh, they can get more than 977 fans a match, which is what their uh, NISA average was this past uh, fall season. Who is she? <laughs> They're going to look even better when they get uh, Sebastian Velasquez, too. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, Miami could be dangerous this year. They're going to be. Yeah, they're, they're a playoff team. I think anything less than a playoff team, they're going to be looking around and uh, and um, 
Yeah, I mean, with the money they spent, even bringing yeah. in Romario, like they're that shows that they're not they're oh, yeah. for it. Yeah, they're above the yeah, play-in no. bubble. I think. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win the East, but they're above the play-in bubble. And I would, I would expect them to make a deep run in the Open Cup too. They mm. they tend they tend to be a very very good Open Cup team, no matter what league they're in at the moment. One of the a lot of Open Cup though. Yeah, Open Cup's very draw dependent. I mean, you could get very bad luck in the Open Cup. Yeah, one of the Wilmington Hammerheads claim to fame was that we have an undefeated record against Miami FC. We beat them in extra time of a tournament one year. So you're uh, so wait, they're one and zero. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, yeah. Look, you yeah. could draw and be undefeated. Yeah, undefeated, undefeated Miami FC have against Wilmington zero. Fair. The fact Fair. the fact that y'all are writing off USL giant killers, uh, Florida soccer soldiers is wild. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Oh, Jason, they beat a Gaelic oh. football team masquerading as an American soccer team. I listen, so. listen. On paper, you don't see that. You don't see it. <laughs> All you see, but is I watched that game, players. and I did. Oh, you watched that? I, yeah. I, I turned. I think I tuned in towards the end because I had to see it. Charlie chose to go back to playing soccer instead of game. We were recording an episode when that happened, and and getting increasingly we were. Yeah, more. Remember us reacting? You're like, oh yeah. my god, it happened. Yeah. So anyway, worried. Um, speaking of former Rochester Rhinos, Adam Grinwist to Sacramento Republic. A former, basically everything at this point. A former everything. Yeah. <laughs> Except for a I former mean, employee of a soccer team last year, did he not play anywhere? Oh no, yeah, he did. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah, I don't think I he mean, did. It'll be interesting. I mean, as from Sacramento, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I just as long as they have a solid keeper, I'm okay. He'll be that for sure. And the cat's attacking the tripod. If there's a lot of noise right now, sorry about That's that. That's fine. She'll be okay. Good. <laughs> that was a confirmation tap. Uh, yeah. And then the uh, the last one from the 21st, Ben Lunt to Louisville from Cincinnati on loan again, which is my favorite. Because those fan bases probably still hate each other. Oh, the best frenemies in the USL. Yeah. 12 appearances in 2019. I, you know, maybe he'll be the first keeper now. I have no idea. Doubt it. Yeah, I, th- I think Louisville is pretty much set at keeper, right? I think they like their. Okay. Yeah, I mean they they should be pretty set. Um, I, and I don't think like I don't think you pull a Burnley and loan in your number one keeper, you know. I mean, it depends who's the, who's uh, who's Burnley's keeper. Well, it was Joe Hart. Now it's Nick Pope. Yeah, Joe uh, MLS rumored Joe Hart. Always, always. Hey, you know that Inter Miami deserves Sergio Aguero. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, only a couple on the twenty second. Um, we already talked about Lance. The one that I'm really excited about, PC, is coming back to USL. Uh, moving over to San Antonio, a- another guy that's a former basically anything as long as it relates to Florida. He was a rowdy. He was a Fort Lauderdale striker. He was with the Orlando City uh, Lions for a little bit last year with the Whitecaps. Uh, almost got up to a thousand minutes and eighteen appearances. I he was a part of that Orlando City B team that got labeled as like dirty the one year would have been like twenty seventeen I think. So any any year. Well, yeah. So any year. Yeah, they were in the championship. Um, They're dirty. after they had an MLS side, um, but I always thought he was like a decent player. He was just very passionate about things. I think he's he's kind of kind of resembles Sebastian, where it's like he's like the perfect USL player and right at that backup role in MLS. Yeah. Um, I remember watching with Orlando. He's it, the thing with him was like. When he was good, he was good. And when he was bad, he was, you know, red card bad. And so um, 
you know, I think USL is fine for him. He'll yeah. be a lot more confident. He'll get consistent minutes. Um, yeah, it's a good move. I'll be interested to see him adjust to the Western Conference, though. Mm. In the USL, at least. Uh, Land United suicide Modu Jadama, who was uh, <laughs> former Timbers 2, had an appearance with Timbers 1, um, but he used to play for Tony Anon, so I imagine that's how Atlanta picked him up. Back on the north side. Yeah. Norcross, what's up? Yeah, from my I always remember Jadama is one of those players who's just not quite good enough to break into an MLS team from MLS2 roster. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's different in Atlanta if he has a fits the scheme better, maybe has some better help around him, but I think this is more of a player who's suited to be a long-term independent team player yeah. who's I mean, he could have a 10-year USL career pretty easily, but I just wonder if he's ever going to be able to quite break through to MLS, and if a second MLS team is going to take a chance on him and sign him to their number two team, he might be better than we think he is, but it'll be interesting to see how he actually ends up. Still chasing the MLS dream, going to an MLS two side. Hey, y'all yeah, must, I mean, more power to him. Y'all must not have looked at Atlanta United's uh, center back depth right now. Uh, he has a very good chance <laughs> of being called up. They don't have anybody right now. You look at their depth, they've got people. Jeff's there. Yeah, they've got an 18-year-old and George Campbell. Yeah, I guess Jeff could go back there, but they use him as defensive mid. And then you've got Patrick Nielsen. Uh, he definitely has a chance to where if he shines, uh, especially with CONCACAF Champions League, double game yep. weeks. He, he If he gets out there and shows promise, they'll definitely have him train with the first team. Yeah, he might train, um, but I have, I'm I'm concerned if you actually have him go play with the first team. I think that's going to be pretty not good without some more development in their first. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Elaine United, too, also added another Gambian. It's like a weird... Do they have a... like Jason, do you know? Do they have like a really like strong connection with Gambia somewhere? I have no idea. Okay, great. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got Lamine Jaune, which is a guess, but uh, he used to play for a club over in Greece. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, Jadama and um, Babukar and Jaye are also from Gambia, which is weird. Yeah, it's I cool. assume, I like it, but it's, it's probably it's a, a connection. Weird. It's probably a connection then. Yeah. It's just such a specific country to find three dudes from <laughs> like and it's not even like oh usl like in jamaica and tnt and whatever like it's it's gambia who knows well i mean they do but someone will have to find out um and then the other interesting one phoenix adds sam stanton they're looking for their kevin kerr i suppose uh Played for Dundee United the last three seasons over in Scotland. Uh, nine goals and seven assists for a midfielder is not terrible, um, especially with the weird like Rangers and Celtic and then everybody else that the Scottish Premiership seems to be. Oh, Dundee United's currently playing in the uh, second tier right now. Oh, did they get relegated? Okay. Yeah, they've been relegated for a while, but they're yeah. currently running away with the second tier right now on their way back up to the Premiership. I'd argue that Dundee United is the uh, sixth biggest club in Scotland behind Celtic Rangers, Aberdeen, uh, Hibernian Hearts, and then Dundee United since they play in such a large stadium in Dundee. Mm. But this is a good signing for them. I feel confident in them. And it's all, it also gets another uh, Scotsman into the league. It seems like uh, USL struggles to find Scottish players to bring over to uh, USL championships. So it'll, it'll be good to get in here. But don't discount Dundee United just because they play in the second tier. They're still a, that's still a very good team. I mean, I think you just have to give credit to anything Phoenix does. They can sign someone from like the eighth tier of Uzbekistan that we've never heard of, and he's probably going to be a good signing. I bet Uzbekistan doesn't even have eight tiers. 
Why not? That's like, a, a hypothetical system. statement there. Yeah, Ryan, you told him. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Ryan. What now, it. Pony? What now? Ryan with the clapbacks. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, yeah, third tier. They probably have that. <laughs> I just want to be on record, too, to say I think this is a good signing. I think this is one of the things in USL that I think yeah. lacks is consistency when it comes to players. And so uh, I think with Sam, you'll get some stability and you'll get some consistency. I looked it up. Uzbekistan only has four tiers. <laughs> Ryan just shooting out here tonight. That's it. That third bridge going to his head. He's Tony got you cornered, Pony. He's got you cornered. Look at you. <laughs> You're clearly hypothetical and very much a uh, facetious uh, statement. It has now been doubly dunked on and fact-checked. Ryan on his Vince Carter arm in the hoop nonsense tonight. I make these dumb jokes anymore. Yeah, yeah. Honey, we're still friends. Yeah, y'all, y'all do a podcast. I don't know. Dude, work your life out. You know. That's that's why it's like this. There's some animosity going on now. They're spending more time with each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're trying to figure out who's going to do the thing first, so that uh, Coach Shore can send him an email. Yeah, it's like when your friend your friend comes over. He spends the night. On Friday, it's cool. Saturday, it's cool. By Sunday, take your ass home, bro. I'm tired yeah. of you. Yeah. It's a letter, by the way. Yeah. It's not an email. I mean, you know, he wouldn't have even taken the time to. Wow, he's got you in a corner now, too, Evan. I know, anyway. I know. I'm sorry. All right, all right. Clearly, Ryan really wants that fucking letter. I say Ryan's just taking names tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, last player signing. Then luckily for Pony and I, we can get out of here and stop having Ryan just just continuously call us out for being wrong, apparently. Uh, Charlotte add uh, Brunella Jern Jr. Eto. They call him Junior. That works for me. Um, joined from Bézier in uh, in France and uh, played for the Congo in an in African Cup of Nations qualifier. So I don't know a whole lot about him, but that's it's nice to see Charlotte adding attractive pieces. Charlotte should be a playoff team this year. I think the uh, couple years away that has uh, been befallen upon them in this past couple of seasons should see them return to uh, at least postseason play. All right, y'all got Miami, y'all got Charlotte. So who are these teams that are, ma- are that are falling out of the playoffs in the East? Well, I mean, you can count all the two teams out. I'm, I'm saying specifically the ones that made the playoffs this year, right? Like no. they've got to fall off. So who are the ones that y'all think are falling off? Dude, that is the playoff field not like 15 teams this year? Oh, that is. I forgot about that. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> can make the playoffs. Everybody makes the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, guess, think about it though. The top out of the top 10, two are gone. I was going to say, yeah. So Otto was is not here anymore. So no. yeah, nice. that, that's yeah. a spot. Yep. So, I mean, that would like kind of slot St. Louis and Luton in. I mean, Loudon's probably gone. St. Louis, I'm not confident about. Birmingham, not really. Charlotte's in. Yeah, you can see Birmingham drop out. I mean, Birmingham only made the playoffs by a single point this season. Uh, Let's say negative 16 goal differential in playoff team. Yeah, and you can see Birmingham drop out. St. Louis and Loudon both had a negative one and negative six goal differential. Listen, Loudon looked good at the end of the year. Oh uh, yeah, Loudon did a like a the FC Montreal. FC Montreal, yeah, FC Montreal. Yeah. Where like halfway through the season, they go from being a horrible to, oh wow, these guys are good. All it I took think, was getting eliminated from playoff contention. I think y'all are sleeping so. on Birmingham. I think they've had a really good off season so far. I didn't say anything about them. To be fair, yeah, everyone's I'm smart. Yeah. 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 Someone has to be like up, and I was just picking a team that was very close to missing the playoffs last year. I say, is this like going to be the Birmingham's going to be our new OKC of this year? Where I say they're, you say they're going to be really good. Let's I say they're going to be not. Let's go ahead and do okay. it right now. I don't yeah. even need a full <laughs> roster. What are yeah. we betting? <laughs> Because you, I'll We're take doing the money again. I'll, I'll do it. What do you, what do you say? Okay, in the playoffs, you said they're going to be good. I said they're going to be okay. You said they're out. Well, I, okay, I think Ryan said they're out of the playoffs, but. Are they playoffs or not? Birmingham? Yes. Yes sure. or no? No, I'm no, no. I'm, I'm, trying to I'm trying to get Why this Why can't they be? Are we doing our same record as last yeah. year's playing yeah, team or worse? No. Oh, uh, yeah. That's fine. Because last year you said OKC was top six. I said no. 
No. Well, technically, you, I said play-in team. There you go. Um, okay, so, so you finished 15th, by the way. Right. But I still won because... Eight points from a playoff. <laughs> yeah, he won on my finishing he won because I made a stupid technicality bet. Hey, man, you got to watch your wording. So I'll make it easier for you this year. Birmingham in the playoffs, yes or no? And no, that doesn't oh. count. Uh, I, you can do the play on playing team if you want. I'm just asking playoffs. Yes. Uh, that's going to be close. I mean, I do not top eight. Well, I, yes or no? What, yes what are you or no? Right now? There's 10 teams in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of I, I I haven't gone through and done my entire rankings yet. Well, I'm trying to quickly, quickly rankings right now in my head. Yes here, here. No. Let me let me help you. Are they uh, does are they are they good enough that losing Nashville and losing Ottawa? And do you think there is room in the playoffs for St. Louis, Charlotte, and Birmingham? Okay, fine. I'll say no. Let's just go for it. All right. Great. What are we doing? Twenty forty. What are we doing? Uh, <laughs> Jason's just, do just same, out here. Just do the same 40 for charity we did last year. Let's do it. Great. All right. Birmingham, well, no. There's Congratulations, Birmingham, no. finishing top three because that's the way this shit goes when I bet. <laughs> Soccer in the streets. You're about to get more money. You're welcome. Richard, any thoughts on the Eastern Conference playoff standings <laughs> wow. in January? Well, well, the you know, the, problem is if you say the, anything, you're going to have to make a bet. So <laughs> yeah, That's not true. That's not true. I, I'm granting him diplomatic immunity from having to make a bet with Jason because only fools do that. Yeah, yeah they do. The, the table the table right now in January is really close at the bottom. I mean, it's anyone's race, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it, there's, there's like nothing separating these teams. There's uh, still a couple of teams that like don't have their logo situated, at, you know, as it relates to their team name or, or vice versa. And, and it looks like Louisville's that. rebrand was just them going back to their old logo, which is always nice to see. You Listen, know. if Pro Evolution Soccer told us anything, logos sure. and names don't matter. No, they just no. they just don't. You know, you can still feel the team. So I I, I will say uh, I'll be willing to make a a maybe stick my neck out a little further. Not only will Birmingham, not only will Birmingham not make the playoffs, I'm gonna willing to bet that Charleston will also miss the playoffs. Oh nope. The number Next. the number nine seed, nine and ten. No. You heard it here first. Oh. Don't 9 and 10 both make the playoffs? Yeah, they do. 9 and 10 from last season was Charleston and Birmingham. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, same this oh year. so you don't <laughs> think... Oh, interesting. There's oh, some I, sort I of both. weird, like, southeast bias happening here. There, there is. I, I got to even it out. So I, I'm saying hmm. Charleston, Birmingham, sorry, but there's always 2021. See you next year. That Venmo account is home sweet soccer. Home <laughs> sweet soccer. One word. One word. Great. Jason, you got your plug in. Um, Richard, do, do you need to plug anything? I know you do. Uh, no, I'm just you, giving you. Oh, well, you know, since since you've offered, uh, yeah. you can find us uh, at No Means Soccer uh, on Twitter. You can also find us all the good podcasting platforms and you can find me on twitter at tweet by richard so uh miami fc fans i look forward to you uh, sliding in my dms uh and everyone else feel free to hit me up and let's chat about some soccer doesn't he have such a pleasant like podcast radio voice it's he good really, it's good it's great it's it, good it, yeah. it's like anything he says is pretty much believable except that birmingham's not going to make the playoffs mm, mm. I'm going to snippet that piece of audio. <laughs> You're not editing this when one, they get so eliminated. That's oh, that's all right. I'll oh, oh, so that when they get eliminated, you can just play it on repeat to Jason. I got It'll you. It'll be my okay. ringtone. Is what'll happen. Wow. <laughs> is it going to be like a like a you text like like Jason's wrong to two one two one two, and then it's a nine ninety nine per month thing after that? Now it is. Okay, great. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, I haven't done this in a while, so if there's an airport in like your area of North Carolina, please let me know what the what the three letter abbreviation for that is, and then if you could just tell people your Twitter handle. 
My Twitter handle is at ILM underscore Ryan. Uh-huh. You can probably find me tweeting about USL soccer or football manager. I know Pony and I have been going through a football manager for the Ford Madison Challenge. We're currently in year two. And yeah. just give you a teaser for the next time we record, I just shithouse my way through a victory over the league leaders, FC Cincinnati, in it. So I'm looking forward to it and when we next record. And uh, Richard, I uh, just followed you on Twitter. Yeah. Wow. Plus and, one, baby. Yeah, I, I am glad that for the only time in their history, they've been known as league leaders FC Cincinnati. So that's uh, that's, that's good news for them. I feel I feel glad that there's positivity heading their way. Being mm. proud that you beat FC Cincinnati is like being proud that you struck out a blind kid. That's not. <laughs> it's not. Or like being kid proud that like I didn't fight. hit on your girlfriend or something. Like, <laughs> to an extent, I'm a Columbus Crew fan first and foremost. Okay. Fair enough. Offer goes. Fair enough. Big oof. Yeah. Big. Yeah. How many championships does FC Cincinnati have? In my football mantra run or an all-time real run? Uh, let's do real run. None. Yeah, there it is. It's a good number. Pony. Well, actually, they do have the shield, but um, what's the way for people to get in touch with you? Why is that speaking of none? Because well, no one wants to get in touch. I just with assume me? that no one wants to. You don't want anyone to talk to you. Yeah, that's usually a nice thing in my yeah. life, and no one wants to bother me. Mm-hmm. But on Twitter, it's always at usl underscore pony. I really Listen hope the 2020 it. interns at USL are now being indoctrinated as to who the hell you are and why the hell you're. Oh yeah. We just need some sort of hidden camera show to see if they think it's a joke or not. I'd pay oh, to see they it. They most certainly do. And then like Ryan Madden has to be like, nope, that's a real person. It's not my fault. And they matter. That's the, that's the worst part. It's probably that, that, that he has to be like, no, they matter. Uh, anyway, I'm at speak. Kevin speak on the Twitters. Uh, if you want to follow the show, you can do at the USL show. Um, Go go listen to to not only uh, our offshoot podcast, Football Manager Forward Madison with Pony and Ryan, but go listen to League One Fun with uh, Jason and Ira, who uh, Ira put his head down and did a hell of a lot of work over the United Soccer Coaches Convention, which was some good stuff. And then Jason just has all these hot takes and and actual like good opinions, and uh, and finally has a place to put them. And then uh, No Mean Soccer is a really good thing. I've been begging uh, Brian Cook to do a podcast for a year, and apparently Richard finally convinced him to do it or something like that. So if you're looking for something in your 11-related, uh, go check those guys out. They both have really good radio voices, which is upsetting. Um, usually that's not how that works, or it should not be how that works. But other than that, um, at the USL Show, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.